0: Streaming live from the Northington Energy Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the Extreme Trucker Show with your host, Rich Miller. Brought to you by Napa Filters. Quality filters for all your needs. Motel 6. Lowest price of any national chain. Highway Health Magazine. We have your health and wellness at heart. Northington Energy's Diesel Boost Plus. The energy drink for diesel trucks. And Kit Kat. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Now, your host, Rich Miller.
1: Good evening, and welcome aboard the Extreme Tucker Show. Tonight is March 5th, 2015. I am your host, Lisa Catherine, and we are live from the Northington Energy Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Once again, I would like to thank VXI Corporation. I'm very comfortably broadcasting the show using the VXI Blue Parrot headset. Thank you, VXI, for such a great product. VXI Blue Parrot Headsets the number one Bluetooth headset with truckers everywhere. Thanks for joining us tonight for our part two of our Made in America series. Made in America, those are some pretty powerful words. They have become synonymous with quality. When you see a label that says Made in America or Built in America or Product of the USA, you know you are getting the very highest of standards. Tonight we welcome on the show Josh Miller. Welcome back on the show, actually star of Made in the USA, the 30-Day Journey documentary, available on iTunes. The documentary follows Josh on his 30-day journey to see where he can if he can survive on American-made products. Joining Josh is the producer of the documentary, Ron Newcomb. Together they are here to share their adventure. John and Ron will stay on the show with us as we move on with some companies here to highlight um, American-made products. One is buy direct u s a and his name is Jim Palmer Jim is actually also a returning guest and um he's going to kind of talk about buy direct u s a and what that means and what his company actually does um He offers um kind of a a marketing tool for all the made American products and then we also have with us um John Henry's and he is with diesel Boost plus John joins us to discuss why diesel Boost plus is the additive for the independent owner and the fleet owners alike. Sustainable, green, and homegrown right here in the USA. From bottles to labels, caps, it's all 100% American-made. Tune in and see why Diesel Boost Plus is the right additive for you. Diesel Boost Plus, the energy drink for diesel trucks. As always, we like to end our show with a musical guest. Tonight, our entertainment will be from Jason McCoy of the band Road Hammers. here to share two of his songs, Mud and Hillbilly Highway. Tune in and enjoy the conversation. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and listen to the archive or live shows on your iPhone, iPad, or Android at extremetruckers.us backslash mobile anywhere, anytime. We'll be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Extreme Trucker Show, broadcasting live with the VXI Blue Parrot headset, the number one Bluetooth headset with truckers everywhere.
2: Tonight's show is brought to you by Fusion Health, healthy sleep, healthy future, fast cargo, driving great carriers, and Rudolph Foods, nobody makes better tasting pork rinds. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Extreme Truckers Show. When trucking companies are recruiting, where do they go? To the Extreme Truckers Show, where our recruiting specialists give you the edge for all the best employment opportunities. Tonight's featured carrier is Averitt Express. Are you just starting your truck driving career or looking to take it to the next level? Then join the team of Averitt Express drivers, where more than 800-plus associates have called home for more than 20 years. Call 888-967-5487 or visit AverittCareers.com. CDLA holders needing training. Apply online to AverittCareers.com. And remember to tell them you heard it live on the Extreme Trucker Show.
1: We are back, and it looks like both our guests are on the line. I'd like to welcome on the show Josh Miller and Ron Newcomb. Hey guys, are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. How's it going?
1: Good, good. Is that you Ron and Josh?
4: <laughs> it is. Yes, Lisa, I appreciate you having us both on.
1: Oh, no problem. We really enjoy uh, talking to you last time, and as our, in our part one of our series, and so um, you know it's kind of interesting. We get to have the actual producer of the, of the uh, documentary on. So um uh, I'm just going to let you guys tell us a little bit. First of all, a little bit about the documentary. Um you know, we want to just kind of recap a little bit about what is the documentary about? Can you uh maybe um Josh start and then Ron kind of fill in a little bit?
3: Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, um well my you know the the Made in USA 30 30 day journey is a uh, a documentary about a journey across America. To essentially find out if the American Dream still exists anymore, and you know, I, the the way I approached it, like I said, a lot of people kind of kind of are interested in the catch line about me living off made in the USA products to the best of my ability. I mean, that's the that's the punchline, and that's you know, that's what draws people in. And the concept of the the documentary came about um, when an uh, aluminum plant shut down in my hometown of ravenswood west virginia 650 people lost their jobs it devastated our community and you know i called up ron newcomb and i said you know this is you know we were we were working on another project together at the time and uh you know i called him i said i think i really got something great here and i said what do you think about me traveling across the country living off products made in america because i think it's really important you know our economy is in the tank and I really think that we're kind of getting away from what built this country, which was industry. And, uh, you know, I'll let Ron kind of take over a little bit from here. But, you know, when I called him and being a former Marine and a, a D.C. police officer, you know, he's he's a really strong, you know, patriot. So okay. when he first you know heard this idea, you know, he he really kind of jumped onto this. And, you know, I'll kind of let him uh, take over a little bit so I don't speak for him here.
1: <laughs> sure. Hey, yeah. Tom I mean, Obama? you know,
3: no, I. Yeah, I, d- I definitely appreciate
4: the, the intro there, Josh. And just to put it into perspective, with your audience, I mean, imagine if the entire eighty uh, percent of the trucking industry suddenly somehow was able to to be outsourced and go overseas in some capacity. What would that do to people? Um, not only would it devastate them and their families and the impact, but it would choke and you know choke off the lifeblood of what we have for one of the most vital industries in our nation, transportation, getting goods and services up and down the highways and byways. And when Josh started to articulate what his vision was for this film, it really started to resonate with me personally and touch me personally. I, I do come from a long line of Marines and uh, police officers, so uh, the kind of protect and serve type of, um, you know, heartfelt uh, just esprit de corps family essence that that we've had Mm -hmm. um it, it it started to resonate with me on on many levels one of which was really trying to understand what that would do to a small town um and we can all resonate that ravenswood is just a representation of many towns across the u.s a lot of your listeners i'm sure can appreciate that uh, of what's going on, and we've all seen it. I had just gone into Walmart earlier that day right before Josh called and saw a American flag with mm. made in China on it you know yeah, and it, and something really didn't seem me. right <laughs> it's It's not that it's you know China's fault. I'm not looking to point blame, and it just didn't seem right. it didn't resonate with me it it's something seemed. Just not, uh, yeah, just not right. And so when Josh said, hey, let's see if I can't live only on Made in the USA products for 30 days, Um, you know, just curious to see if that was even possible. And i got to tell you, when we first started out, we really kind of have a somewhat of a curious negative slant thinking, man, there's no way we're going to be able to find all this stuff. And what you will find in the documentary when you watch it, Mm-hmm. Is it was really fascinating. Yeah, we don't do a lot of stuff in the U.S. That is true, but how much we still do and how much we can do is pretty amazing. When the American spirit gets behind something, it really can move mountains, and and that's why I really jumped on board with what Josh had uh, going on.
1: Well, that's it's a really exciting um, video and um, you know documentary, and it, uh, I want our listeners to know. Um, you know, without spoiling it too much for anybody, but uh, you did travel across the country. Um, you know, what what, what are some of the highlights of actually, you know, of your of your journey?
3: Well, uh, you know, every every single moment on the road, you know, living the dream that you come up with and created in your mind as a filmmaker, you know, that was an enjoyable day. You know, every day. So besides the the fact, you know, because I talk about the American dream a lot, especially when it comes to this movie. If you really want to think about it, you know, our crew and myself, we lived a little piece of that American dream because there was a lot of people that didn't give us a chance. You know, we raised the money on our own, we went out, uh, and found some small investors and made this thing happen. So, if if anybody doesn't believe in the American dream after what I've experienced, I really hope that they they rethink that because I didn't have filmmaking experience at the time. I mean, like I said, I was jumping in there, and I'll get to your answer to your question in a second. But I <laughs> it's okay, wanted to okay. <laughs> talk about this. You know, it, it it the American dream. It's still there, and I like I said, I hate to keep repeating it over and over, but if you think about it, I took something in my mind. You know, I didn't have a lot of experience, but I had a lot of heart into it. I had a lot of passion. I found people that were good at the trades that I needed. Ron, you know, he's excellent at putting together projects like this, and we went and just made it happen. So, like I said, every day on that trip was exciting to me. It was tiresome. There were times that we went to bed at 3 a.m. and woke up at 5.30 a.m. and started the day over. But, you know, we went from everywhere, from D.C. to California to Florida, uh, and just we talked with excited business owners and people on the streets that that wanted to see the resurgence of American manufacturing and they wanted to believe in that American dream. And like like Ron said, sometimes we found out we didn't make things like we thought we used to. You know, some things got offshore, and we don't do certain things anymore. I know there's a like like jeans. I found a couple of excellent jean companies, All American Clothing, um, Bullet Blue Jeans. Right. I mean, these are all companies that are still trying to make this happen. But if you look at it, all these uh, denim companies, they've been uh, offshore to... To Mexico, and that's a result of uh, NAFTA and a lot of these uh, one-way trade agreements mm-hmm. that are happening around our nation. But I mean, there's still people out there that believe in producing domestically, and I really hope that those people start to shine, because if they don't, I'm, I'm very. I know. I know. It seems the economy is getting better. This has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican, but I'm telling you, it's not sustainable yet. I know there's some good news it looks like out in the forefront but if we don't stabilize our domestic manufacturing production and get that back here I'm I'm very scared the future that we're going to have but like yeah, yeah, you know, you, know, you know, I'm sorry I was kind there, of There's also there. there well no no Josh I mean you you have good
4: points and I think the other thing that we found a lot of these people really need the american backing like we it's not good enough to just say yeah america you know made in the usa wow that's good for you guys um then we have to follow that up with action it can't just be lip service and so a lot of these people are trying to make it happen and we need to support them now that doesn't mean that you know we're talking about making a monopoly in certain areas or if if you want good French wine, guess where you're going to have to buy it from? France. You know, we're not going to bring that in the U.S. If you want great lamb, it's going to be New Zealand lamb. So we're not talking about that. And and we're not talking about being – we met along the way some some people that were what we would call American-made purists. So if, if you take a couch, for instance, and you say, that couch was made in the U.S.A., but the nails were crafted – Overseas, Is that still 100% Made in the USA, count? Some people would say yes. Some would say no. And we, and we found these groups of people. And that's one of the things that Josh and I don't want to do is split hairs with that stuff. If it's causing right. jobs in America and it's, it's manufactured here in America, that's good enough. We feel that that's Made in the USA, and we were looking to back those people and give them a voice. Josh really became the voice of this movement, and suddenly we found people – swelling up with pride that there was hope that there was vision that they had a voice in the movement we would go to i've talked to people that have gone to conventions and five years ago no one cared that your booth was manufactured overseas now you go to convention you see these stickers made in the usa with pride all over these conventions and and that really Mm has started to mean something josh isn't the only one But he's certainly a big one that has given a voice to people. And as people are driving up and down listening to us talk, you know, as they travel with, many of them, American-made goods, I hope they feel that pride, that they too are part of that, you know, process, part of that flow, part of that American spirit. Um, And that's what really excited me, and I'm hoping we'll, you know, excite your listeners to to give us a chance and check the film out.
1: Well, I think think, uh, in the, the trucking industry as a whole, um, you find a lot of uh, a lot of, sort of patriots, ex-veterans, um, or, or veterans. I'm sorry, not ex-veterans, veterans, um, but kind of like yourself. Uh, you know, uh, small town guys that they really do take that seriously. Um, you know, you're gonna. When when we started to do this uh, Made in America series, you know, one of the things that I wanted to discuss too is that not everything has to be made in America. You know, that's not right. what we're trying to do or trying to say. We want our jobs to come back in the manufacturing um you know, that we're here. But you know, some things are going to be, you know, through progress cheaper some places. Sometimes a company won't be able to make it, you know, in the United States. Yep. Um and so that's not we're not we're not here to say that no, everything has to be made in America and you're you know, put people down for not making it in America. You know, if you have right. a product, right. you know. So that that's one of the things I wanted to get out there because you know we've got a lot of folks that say well you know we try to make things in America but you know we were offered X amount of money and we have mouths to feed and you know people on boards right. that are telling us that we have to do this so it's kind of out of their hands. Um, but the majority, that's right. you know, and
4: that that's a great point, Lisa. That that if you don't mind, I just wanted to jump in and no, bring because again we we had this same experience is we're not. Um, trying to shame those that have had to to take their things overseas and do things overseas. We're trying to bring light to the ones that are doing stuff here and making it work and praising those guys and, and trying to shite, shine a light on those guys, but let's face it, there's plenty of things that we all can afford now because of competition. And if all of it was made here, it wouldn't be a you know middle class item; it'd only be an upper class item. So the fact that there's competition is is good, and and you know we want that too. So what we're trying to do is put a positive light onto the ones that are, you know, again manufacturing here, bringing jobs here, supporting the people here. Um, right. You know, it's that again. It's that American spirit, that American pride, that we are still doing things. People think that we don't make anything in the U.S. anymore, and we, there's so much that we do make that we
3: found out.
5: Oh, there are. Well, there's, there's a lot there's of companies lot, that. Oh, go ahead. Yeah.
3: Well, there's a lot go of ahead, dynamics John. to this. You know, when you when you were talking about, um, you know, I, I'm 100% in agreement that this is a global economy, and we want to you know, experience trade with as many countries throughout this uh, globe as we can. Because here's the thing is I want people in other countries buying made in USA products because that increases the count for the American manufacturers. We're shipping stuff out of this country. And that means that the American companies that are making things here are making a profit and they're employing more people here. I simply look at this as, you know, I look at it more from a business perspective. It is a feel-good, patriotic thing to me, and that's why I'm doing it. But I also mm-hmm. realize I have to take a business approach as well. We're we're trying to outcompete the world, and if we are to sustain a healthy middle class that we used to have here in America, we have to continue to bring those jobs back. Now, like I said, everything can't be made in America, and that is 100% correct. But we need to make sure. That we have a playing field that you know it's it's somewhat fair. I mean, we can't sit there and allow countries to undercut us. I know this is a probably an economic discussion, but undercutting, uh, uh, manipulating currency. Um, mm-hmm. You talk about slave labor that's going on overseas. I mean, those are things where I'm I don't feel bad for the companies that that try to do stuff like that. If I, I mean, I, I'm it, it irritates me that we let things like that happen because some things that come into this country would be illegal to make here in America. And, you know, that's kind of the grim side of it that, you know, I'm trying to start to address now. And it's a lot more, it's more difficult for people to talk about because they don't want to face the fact that there may be some terrible things that are going on in the, in the process of the way their products are made. But I'm on the side with Ron as well. I would rather take the positive approach and try to highlight people that are making things here and are trying their best to restore that American dream. But understand there is another side to this issue that a lot of people don't want to address, but we're going to have to if we're going to return America to an you know industrial powerhouse.
1: Do you think um do you think yeah. we can do that? Do you think that uh we've got a chance of, of getting people on board enough to uh, to make us a manufacturing powerhouse like we were or do you think of you know, those days well, are kinda of gone.
3: Well, let me tell you this. I told you that I I'm gonna I'm gonna save this for the next segment. You know, when we come back on, I, I'm pretty sure you said we were gonna do a part three, uh, hopefully maybe the end of March or April. I'll have as far as I know, as long as everything goes to plan and the timeline goes correctly, I'll have a major announcement for the next segment that we do. I really? just can't tell you right now. <laughs> oh uh, yeah I'm, 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 I'm telling you, it's, it's a it's a major announcement. I, I wish I could do it right now, but I have to bite my tongue.
5: Well, that's so. tough to do, isn't it? But yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, uh, you wrong, you to your to your question, it 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 really
4: is. We we have the people here. We have the drive here. You know, the people in the, that are in the trenches doing the work. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. can do the work. They want to do the work. What we as a nation are trying to ensure is that the people with the financing know that you made in USA is a, not only a good decision that makes you feel good, good, it, but it's a good investment. I watched the show and exactly. I'm sure a lot of your listeners do uh, shark tank and it was kind of funny right. there. There was a, they were going up pitching it, their product and it was a made in USA product and the, and Some of the Shark Tank guys were wanting to take it overseas, and this one entrepreneur said, no, I'm going to keep it here in the U.S. because that matters to me, and that was important. And guess what? He lost two sharks immediately. They were like, no, I'm out. I would take it overseas. But guess what? Two more stayed in, and they were like, good, that's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. And, And so you see hope. You see glimmers of possibilities. You see people stepping up. And it's not like all of us don't don't want this, you know. It mm-hmm. it can happen, um, you know. Unfortunately, only time will tell. The more people that we talk to, and the more this documentary gets out, the more people that come alongside us and say we're with you. And that's what I love about this movement that Josh has created, um, and and the message of, of the film.
1: Well, the message is really positive. I, I do know that, and I think um. You know, for the the American made movement, it's it's crazy to me that, um, like you said, I mean, the, the things that bother me are seeing, and I this is just my personal opinion, not the opinion of the shows by any means, but just seeing things like um, you know, Christmas ornaments that are made in China and and <laughs> you know all these yeah. things that are, and yeah. not to say that you can't be, you know, it just when I was growing up, there were certain things that. You know, you didn't have to look on the bottom to see where it was made. You know, you just knew sure. it was. You know, it was made in America, and it was going to last. Right. And um. Yeah. Well, there was a and, link on Fox
3: and Friends where uh, it just it just showed up uh, yesterday in my news feed. It was talking about where the American flags now that fly on the United States military bases and U.S. military bases overseas must be made in America. And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, we need a piece of legislation <laughs>
1: to tell us that? Right.
3: It baffles me. But, the you know, Olympic I, yeah. team,
1: you know, the the uniforms that the Olympic, uh, the, the Winter Olympic right. team was wearing, you know, by Ralph Lauren, well, you know, they, were, they weren't they were made in the United States. I was no, like,
4: Exactly right. I, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's one of those no-brainers that we kept, the more we started to unravel stuff, it was like, no way. this This can't be. This can't be true, but unfortunately it was, and it's because no one was really talking about it. People were making money, so who really cares? And that's one of the right. things Josh has done is step up to give a voice to be like, wait a minute, I don't know if that's right. And then surely as we started to peel back the, the layers of the onion, more, more things in, are made in America than, than, we, than we thought, and there are a lot of people. We There's a toy company up in, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but Pennsylvania called Connects. And like oh, yeah. Josh said, not only they're doing great uh, in America, but they're now outsourcing more to. And I believe wasn't China one of the countries they were outsourcing to, Josh? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> they were. They're selling outsource. <laughs> they're they're selling. Yeah, they're selling their products now. Some of the most, uh, I guess, a lot of their orders now that they're taking from the toys that are made here in America, and, and actually like I said, we could have so many segments here, different segments. Right. That's actually a story right now. Is that Believe it or not, China is craving made in USA goods
1: because, because they're becoming more capitalist. <laughs> you know, they're yeah, becoming yeah, more.
3: exactly. Right.
1: Yeah. they you, you know, like we were <laughs> the,
3: exactly,
4: exactly right. So people a, are are buying stuff up them. and
3: yeah.
4: and internationally <laughs> that brand means something. Internationally, mm-hmm. it's like how can that brand not mean something here? And and guess what? It does. To all your listeners, they're thinking, of course it does. And it's the little things that you and I can do to help this movement along. It's not that we're saying, again, be militant and only buy Made in the USA. But it's the smallest things that you wouldn't even think of when you're buying a thing of sunglasses or a pen or the little things. If there's an option, choose the better option because you're putting food on somebody's plate, your neighbor's plate here in America. And those things – do matter the little things matter and that's that's all we're really saying at the end of the day but there are some great options and there's there's resources to help you out from websites to magazines to say hey did you know this was made in the usa and there's always some good comparative if you're, if you're looking for an item you can find you know the best price or you can find some good competition right here in america and those those are things that we have links right on our website it's usa30days.com uh, and it's three arrow, yeah. or three zero, rather, uh, that you can go yeah. and check out that we help try to. And it, in the documentary, Josh interviews a guy who kind of gives the ABCs, one, two, threes of what to do with that. So, you know, again, as your li- listeners are driving down the road, like, really, what type of a difference can I can I make? And that's what I would say. It's it's the little thing that you and I can do will make make a difference. Uh,
3: and, and this, I, I consider this, an, well... Uh, it this is an economic battle in my opinion and the greatest ammunition that you have is voting essentially with your dollars those I, yeah those will make the utmost difference is what you do with your dollars and i'm not telling anybody out there to put themselves into bankruptcy by an american it's like if if i wanted to buy a dress shirt and a made in usa dress shirt was $500 compared to uh, $50 dress shirt. You, you know, you need to take care of yourself when you can. You know, buy that $50 dress shirt unless you can't afford the $500 dress shirt. I know I can't right now. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> not with a
1: baby girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So
3: it's just, yeah no. use common yeah use common sense. This is not it's it, you, you're not going to do this overnight. You just you do it one step at a time. And there's so many people out there that that there's opposition to the made in America movement as well. There's a lot of people that say it really doesn't create jobs. I think that's a a bunch of crap. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, You know, I would would debate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would debate any, any time in the week, but they won't, they won't sit down with me. It irritates me, but you know what? I'll let them talk. You know, I, I I am for a strong global economy, but I'm not going to sit there and watch the United States of America. as middle class. Get their, you know, back broken because we're offshoring so many of these jobs. I want people to be able to put food on the table for their families, and this is not a cultural thing. It doesn't matter if you're Chinese-American, Japanese-American, whether you you know uh, immigrate <coughs> to here. It's It's not about culture. It's about American jobs. We treat our workers well. We take care of our environment. We do great things here in America, and we have set high standards, and we need to set those standards for the rest of the world.
1: Well, yeah. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, listen, I, we're going to take a little break here. Um, are both of you guys going to stay on the line? And we're going to have Jim Palmer on after the break. Are you going to be able to uh, stay on, Ron? Yeah,
3: I I can. I can stay. I can hang on for Jim. My my daughter's been kind of fussy, so I'll ha- I can stay on for Jim's uh, uh, interview, and then I'll probably have to head out. I'm okay. Not, I'm Is not that sure Josh going to do? Yes, yeah, yeah, Josh. Bro-
4: yeah, I'm 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 in the same boat. I'm I'm here with you as well. So I'll I'll stick okay. it out with Josh.
1: Okay. Well, okay. um, let me uh, let me get uh, go to the break here, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll be back with Jim Palmer with um by US Direct USA. Okay. Um, let's see where are we here? You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter, and listen to the archived or live shows on your iPhone, iPad, or Android at US backslash mobile anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Extreme Trucker Show, broadcasting live with the VXI Blue Parrot Headset, the number one Bluetooth headset with truckers everywhere.
0: It's time now for the Extreme Trucker Show's Healthy Tip of the Week. This tip is endorsed by the Healthy Trucking Association of America. We have your health and wellness at heart.
1: For a quick pick me up during the day, prepare ahead cubed turkey, cubed cheese, any type, cheddar is my favorite, and almonds. A solid handful of each will give you a great energy boost, and it is filling. Add some water, and you are good to go. Try this in place of your regular salty snack food and feel the difference. This tip has been brought to you by Northington Energy's Diesel Boost Plus, the energy drink for diesel trucks.
0: Tonight's episode of the Extreme Trucker Show is brought to you by Napa Filters, quality filters for all your needs. Motel 6, lowest price of any national chain. Highway Health Magazine, we have your health and wellness at heart. Northington Energy's Diesel Boost Plus, the energy drink for diesel trucks. And Kit Kat, have a break, have a Kit Kat. Now, back to
2: your host, Rich Miller. When trucking companies are recruiting, where do they go? To the Extreme Trucker Show, where our recruiting specialists give you the edge for all the best employment opportunities. Tonight's featured carrier is Averitt Express. Are you just starting your truck driving career or looking to take it to the next level? Then join the team of Averitt Express Drivers, where more than 800-plus associates have called home for more than 20 years. Call 888-967-5487 or visit AverittCareers.com. CDLA holders needing training. Apply online to AverittCareers.com. And remember to tell them you heard it live on the Extreme Trucker Show. Hey, we're getting low on fuel and coffee, but we'll be back on the road with more of the Extreme Trucker Show in moments. Stay with us, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. my town. But no local
6: gonna shut me, down. me and my boys got this rigging round, and we'll come a thousand miles from a guitar channel. I'm going to settle down and I'll take you back with me to the guitar band.
1: We are back, and we are live with Ron Dukum, Josh Miller, and Jim Palmer, and I want to welcome Jim on the show. Um, how are you this evening, Jim?
7: Doing great, Lisa. Thanks for having me.
1: Hey, thank you for call- calling in and uh, and hopping on the show. Um, Jim is with com. and uh, first you want to just tell everybody what the, what that is?
7: Well yeah uh we 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 started out as a as a as a small directory trying to uh promote american made products uh that was back in nineteen ninety eight and uh that was way before promoting american made was cool uh, but it wasn't you know it was a it was a time when when uh the effects of nafta was kicking in especially in uh you know north carolina and, and uh pennsylvania ohio things like that and and uh so we started promoting american made companies and their products and thanks to social media, we we basically have become a mini-marketing company. And uh, so we we promote American-made products. Uh, But we do take it one step further. And, you know, I'm I'm all for a strong global economy as well, uh, as Ron mentioned earlier. But um, I'm also for uh, promoting American companies. So we only promote American companies that make American products. So, you know, if it's Smithfield Ham, they're owned by China. We're not promoting them. Right. Uh, So – you know, I, but they do create jobs here in the U.S. Don't get me wrong, but you know that's that's what we do. So, um, and 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 we'll stay on the positive side of things as well because uh, Ron made up some great points, and and uh, I like his, his attitude uh, as, as far as uh, you know what talking heads say about uh, creating jobs for Americans. Uh, we know that manufacturing creates jobs. It's plain and simple. Uh, don't care what what kind of numbers you're, you're crunching, but uh, you know. Our mouth shows us different, so mm-hmm. uh but that's what buy direct u s a is all about
1: well it's a it's a great you know a great website, great facebook you know um like you said, your social media i think you know facebook and and twitter i mean you can just there's so much you can do, and you have done, I think you must see um you know the growth of the movement because of the social media. I think it would be really hard. To, to do it without it, and um, do, you, do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely!
7: Yeah, um, you know, social media opened up a, a whole new window for us as far Marketing. as the, the number. <laughs> yeah, the number of people that we can reach. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes our Twitter feed will reach three to five million people a day. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we have so many people who who believe in what we're doing. They retweet us and repost us. Mm-hmm. So we know that it's an effective tool. You know, we we have uh, I don't know ten or fifteen thousand people on Pinterest following us, uh, you know, and uh, Facebook, I think we're about 5,000, we we got on that one a little late, but... Uh, it's
1: a little bit harder, know. though, Facebook's a little bit different, Twitter, Pinterest and uh, Instagram, those things are, um, it's a different, whole different marketing, you know, on Facebook, they, they try, you know, you have to buy, you know, um, sometimes you have to buy the advertising, if you're a company, Facebook, so, you a corporate yeah. Facebook, you know, it's, it's Yeah, they, they make
7: it, they do make it a bit of a challenge, but, yep. uh, you know, it <laughs> we're still going to utilize every tool that we possibly can to reach as many people uh, a- as possible. And, and you Great. know, it's not just a, it's not just Americans who prefer buying American. Uh, a lot of Chinese prefer buying American. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> exactly, in I think in we Germany. mentioned
6: that.
5: <laughs>
7: yeah, I think so Ron
1: mentioned
7: it. Yeah, yeah I, I think me and Ron are probably on the same page
1: on a lot of things. Uh, well, so you, you folks know, so know each other, right? You guys all know each other?
7: I'm not familiar uh, with, with Go I'm not ahead, familiar now. with Ron. I'm
1: familiar with Josh. Okay, well, Ron Newcomb is the producer of the of the documentary that Josh starred in and um so Ron and Jim just wanted to introduce you folks. If you, you wanna um kinda hop in there. Uh, Ron had some really great points um a little earlier, you know, about ma- the Made in America movement and um you know, I kinda wanted you, Jim, to, to kinda talk about um you know, some of the specifics too that um, you know that you deal with on a day-to-day basis, and you know what did you think that this documentary has done for the movement?
7: Well, I think I think it's uh, helped bring it more the attention to more people, and, and I think people are waking up to the fact and, and understanding that you know if we're not manufacturing, we're not creating jobs, we're not creating wealth, and you yeah. know if, if if we're going to be sharing wealth in this nation to to help third world countries uh, develop. Uh, we have to have the wealth ourselves. Uh, we, we have to start at home. So, I, you know, I say get your house in order and, and then help others. And 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 yeah. we've we've failed on that. Uh, you know, we've failed it big time. So we need to get that straightened out, get it resolved. You know, whether it be through extra technology, we need we need more skilled trade now uh, because so many people got away from uh, skilled trade because manufacturing was downfalling. Now there's a demand yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. So w- we need to get that training in there and get that going, and uh, we can we can get it going back. It, it's not going to be instantly, but
3: I think I said I think I said this last time when I was on the show. Uh, you know, when you talk about the service sector industry, which you know America has fo- focused on here the last 20 or 30 years, maybe a little bit longer, and you see the results of what that's done to uh, middle class uh, wealth. I mean, it's just it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous when you just see uh you know what's happened to the middle class over the course of uh 2 to 3 decades uh you know what I'm what I'm getting at with this is i'm reading a book called uh, remaking america and you know one of the one of the paragraphs that's or sentences that stuck out to me and it was comparing service sector to manufacturing was uh when the the quote was when a uh, excuse me, when an autom- automotive plant comes to town, you can guarantee a Walmart's going to show up. But when a Walmart <laughs> comes to town, there is no guarantee that an automotive plant is going to show up. So that's where I don't understand where the United States government, our lawmakers, and the White House have have decided that those the automotive jobs don't matter because the manufacturing. You know, Jobs are the ones that built the service sector industry, in my opinion, because everything pops up around the sustainable manufacturing jobs. You know, like I said, the guy used to be able to work. uh, The guy used to be able to work, make sixty thousand dollars a year. Sometimes his wife could even stay at home. I mean, that just doesn't happen anymore. You know, me and my wife, we both go to work, we bust our butts, and we still barely get by. And there's people out there working two or three jobs just to pay insurance now. And that that's just what my point is with with NAFTA and you know these these one-way trade agreements that are happening, they're just they're just pounding the middle class, and it just it feels like Washington doesn't care because they're about to ram another one right down our throats and I usually haven't got into this much, but i'm i going to like I said, I've got a major announcement next time, but I'm going to start making a stand on this stuff, and we're going to start uh you know putting America in the right direction because I'm just good. to the point where
1: I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> well, one of the things you just mentioned, yeah. uh, you know, in legis- le- legislation is that um, there's so much, uh, the average person doesn't understand NAFTA, doesn't understand the trade agreements, doesn't even understand that there are one-way trade agreements. If you talk to people, they're like, what? You can't, what? Mm-hmm. They can't buy our stuff, but we have to buy theirs? And it's, they don't get it. So you know, um, education, and I think that's why I really love yeah, this right. documentary so much because it's a a really great way because it's kind of you know um, it, it it's a useful because of Josh. You know, you're a, the you know that generation that people are going to listen to you. You're not some you know old white guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that nobody exactly. wants to listen to you anymore but you know no you're, no it
4: is a good it is a good point Josh does bring that 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 youthful energy into mm-hmm. a movement where you know i'm I'm now forty two and I'm starting to look behind me and you're wondering <laughs> do, do do they care you know are right. they gonna catch this thing um and and you start to to doubt and so Josh coming up behind with his energy mm-hmm. his spirit his pride of america. Is is revitalizing, and you and you do see that it the in the in the documentary. One of the way, reasons we chose that medium to tell this tale is because movies are entertaining, and at the core of the documentary, we hope that it's entertaining. But to your point, it is educational, and so through humor and comedy and an entertaining way, um, by the end of it, you learn something and you're motivated and inspired to do the right thing, if you will. And and right. again, when you can. You buy it; it just feels
1: right. It feels you know, it right, and it's not lecturing. Feel, you know, it's not, not a yeah. it's, and
4: it's a simplistic message. You know, we try right. to really make it simple because people mm-hmm. can get very granular in the in the details. But it's you're helping your fellow neighbor, your brothers mm-hmm. and sisters to the left and to the right of you, and you know that is what really resonated with me.
1: And it's yeah. so holiday, um, I want to get to this other point too that. Uh, that I think we talked to a little bit about, but um one of Jim's talking points here is that if you just spent sixty four dollars on american made products, um you know you would be creating two hundred thousand jobs in America. Wow. Now, can you explain that, Jim, because you know people don't understand it, like I said before, you don't have to buy everything made in America, but you can sixty four dollars a year i mean we we people spend sixty four dollars a year. I mean, sixty-four dollars is is nothing compared to what you, you, you actually yeah. spend in a year.
7: You 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 actually spend more than that on your on your cell phone bill for a month. Uh, most people <laughs> do. So, yeah. you know, uh, sixty-four dollars a year is, is nothing. Uh, I, I I just I've been working on a bathroom remodel, um, and, and and there's no way I can buy everything American-made because you know I sure. would I would be living in the Taj Mahal if if I could afford it, and uh, <laughs> so I, I can't. But realistically, I can buy tools. I can buy nails. I can buy the screws, and 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 I've got a load of tools now that are made in USA. Um, you know, so uh, and and a lot of the supplies, you know, uh, grout things like that. You know, I can mm-hmm. buy those things that are made in USA. So I I can't buy on hundred percent, but you know, if I can get seventy five to to ninety. I'm yeah. pretty happy. I know that I right. know that it's helping a lot of people, a lot of hard-working folks out there uh working day in and day out uh to provide for their families. A lot of the businesses that 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 I support uh are family-owned, so I know it's helping their families. Uh you know, and and it just goes on and on. I don't have to help a multimillion dollar corporation, but you know, if I do great, uh if I help a family business great too. Um it it's it's all about creating jobs and supporting where I can when I can. Uh, obviously, I can't buy a computer made in the USA. I, I did find right. a company that that assembles them here, uh, and it's not and it's not one of those major ones. Uh, but uh, and and I'll buy one <laughs> next time. Uh, like, try to find a pair of sneakers. New Balance. <laughs> that's um, the only one yes. exactly. That, that's, yep. that's all I wear.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, well, I my kids are wearing New Balance. You know.
7: <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: And, and they do wear cost new, a little bit yeah.
7: they cost a little bit more than the made in china so i save up a little bit longer and and i get the the shoes that that i know will last me you know and and they last a good long time they're 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 solid company so uh I, i'm i'm glad to do that and you know for anything from you know pens or, or you know pretty much anything you can you can get at the store you can you can look at the labels and i bought a hammer for example at one of these big box uh retailers um Right next to it there was there was one for for thirty three The one that I chose was i think um eighteen and uh guess what made in u s a uh the one that was thirty three was not uh, oh, so I even saved money buying american <laughs> so <laughs> right yeah. n- not everything right. is more expensive uh there are clothing outlets that that have american made products uh all u s a clothing uh one of them uh and, and yes, this is a company we deal with, uh, just to be open and honest. Uh but they have workwear, you know, and clothing and, and decent style stuff, uh that that the average American can afford. Uh, you know, it it's not uh, you know, uh Wally World prices, but you know, it is it is comparable a lot of their stuff. So uh, there are options out there, but you know, I, and I, I don't mind buying my clothes online anymore. Uh, the sizes are just the same, returns are just the same. You know, if you need to, to change out, um, yeah. and, and it's a lot less of a hassle because I don't have That's to go in the store.
3: I think, same thing <laughs> yeah. with me. I do. I do the same thing. I, I like all USA clothing. Um, you know, all American clothing was the one featured in my film. Uh, but all, I bought uh, a beanie from them. I mean, I've bought T-shirts from them. I, I just I buy what I like. I'm a big believer, and you see, even though I support the Made in USA stamp, I still I still want quality items that I that I like. I I don't just buy for the sake of buying. So that's that's one one thing that I'm, I'm a stickler on. I I gotta like the product. If I don't, you know, I, I you know I'm just honest. So uh, um, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up when uh, you mentioned it about the educational aspect. Now, you know, like I said, Ron was kind of like the backbone of this film, putting it together with his film experience, his, his prior experience. Now, I want to I want to let the listeners know, and, and Jim and you guys as well, that Ron and I, for the past couple of years, have actually considered putting together an educational aspect to this film and, and maybe even like a, a, a TV pilot uh, for something like this. You know, we've kind of struggle bringing on sponsors because when you get all these major these major sponsors they're all offshore companies so it's it's really hard to get started with that we got to kind of think you know think about how we're going to approach it but education mm-hmm. is important and Ron and I are trying still trying to figure out a way that we can bring that educational aspect to the viewer you know so that's something that we we are you know maybe it's a sequel I don't know but we still <laughs> are trying to figure out some options there yeah. it it, it, it yeah, would be
7: it would be difficult to get uh, funding from from major corporations like you said because of the global aspect of a lot of it um yeah. you, know, the,
3: they I, can't, I,
1: you know they they can't uh, they can't do it because they're they're involved you know they're they're a part yeah, of No it's, t- uh,
3: it's it's really tough because i i was trying and this is something Ron was involved with me as well i tried forever to pitch a concept i mean i was going to networks and, and tv networks that we've made uh we established connections with, and, you know, it was pretty much no, no, or no response. It was called mm-hmm. a TV show concept called Behind the Label, and we were mm-hmm. going to travel outside of the United States to kind of uncover, you know, what I was talking to you about earlier about some of the not-so-great uh, practices that are happening overseas right. when it comes to manufacturing, and no one wants to touch it because no, no one wants to kind of peek under under that, you know, what's going on. So, you know, I I just don't know how we're going to move forward with that, but we we continue to try to make the Made in USA message stronger every day. So, you know, we're still fighting for it. I mean, this this movie's three years out now, and we uh, we keep adding. Uh, we're on Amazon now. We'll probably be on Netflix this year. But you know, right. it's people like it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going really well. But you know, it's people it's people like Jim that continue to fight and have been doing this since nineteen ninety eight. Those are the those are the people that, that make the difference and they keep influencing others and slowly get people to realize, you know, hey, this is my future. This is my kids' future. So, you know, Jim, I appreciate all you do. And, you know, I don't and I don't say this enough too, Ron, you know, I've appreciated everything you've done here for the past few years. You know, we've become friends as well and, you know, Ron is kind of the backbone of this project and I appreciate it.
1: Well, you guys, um, I know I want to finish up uh, with with um with Jim because he kind of had a message for our truckers. Um, you know, what are your talking points was um about them shipping things around? Do you want to t- kind of touch base on that real quick?
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, truckers are, are shipping things all around the country, and you know, they they stop at a lot of different places, uh, truck stops and, and and places to eat, and. You know, at at, at most of the truck stops, there there are things you can buy and, and purchase. And and imagine the 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 purchasing power if all these truckers decided to you know pick up their the products that they buy uh, that are American made as as much as possible that they can right. use you know for their personal <laughs> needs or or for their truck or, or whatnot. I mean, I, I've seen I've been to many truck stops, so I I I know what they offer there. It, I mean, it's like a mini mall. <laughs> nope. um, yeah. So I mean, there would there would just be. A, a real powerhouse, if, if you will. Uh, I, I don't know how many truckers there are, but the, you know, there's, there's a huge number of them. Uh, you know, and 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 I know that uh, that would make a huge impact on on the economy, uh, just just if the truckers did it. Now, um, I imagine if their families started doing the same thing, and and you know, you know snowballing uh, friends, and and you know, just just a little bit here and there. That's right. Um, just
1: a little bit would, would make it go so far, and you don't have to cut out everything. Just add a little bit more to, you know, just a little bit more of a conscious purchase. You know, just look at the mm-hmm. item that you're buying, see if it's comparable. You know, if it's crazy and you can't afford it, well, okay, put it down. But if it's something you can, you know, you can you can buy buy it. You know, maybe it's not that brand name thing that your daughter wants and has to have. You know, introduce her to something different, you know. Say, well, this is made in America. You should be proud of that label. (laughs) That label should mean more to you than that other label. (laughs)
7: Well, (laughs) exactly. I mean, I had electronics and and, and, uh, things like that as a kid, but, you know, I also had wood toys and uh, you know, most that uh, you can get a lot of wooden toys made in the USA, and 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 I think they're great for sparking imagination and creativity, and, and we need that if we want to be more innovative as a, as a as a nation. So uh, I, I think I think it's an opportunity for 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 anybody who's, who's who's doing shopping to to take a look at some of the things they're buying, and you know, make that effort. It, it, it's 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 possible. Uh, every, you know, if 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 the people, the U.S. consumers united and decided that, you know, we're gonna do something, we're gonna make a change. All they have to do is use their wallet. That's and right. and you're gonna And and it doesn't take a lot. Just it doesn't,
1: honest. it just takes a little bit of education, which I'm thankful for this documentary because I think um I think, you know, just preaching about it doesn't work, but you know, getting people involved in, in the journey itself, you know, really you know, draws people's attention. And and, and then you then you've got their focus and then it spreads. You know, that, exactly. you know, that's what I, That's why we wanted you on the show. That's why we're doing mm-hmm. this four-part series. We really wanted to promote uh, American-made products. Um, we do have to go. I have one more guest that's going to come on. I'm going to let all you guys go, and thank you so much for coming on the show. We do have part three, and, um, you know, you are all welcome back on for part three. We're going to, you know, mix it up. And um, I know I told Jim that there's a company that we want to get on, and I'll try to get them on for uh, for the next next series if that's okay. And I uh, just really want to appreciate your time tonight. Thank you all. Do you have anything you want yeah. to say or, before you go? No, go this,
5: this is
4: Ron. You know I appreciate what all um, all all the you guys out there are doing for us. Um, your sacrifice away from your family, months on end, long hours. Stay alert and alive. We're with you guys. We appreciate what you guys are doing. So thanks for for supporting us as well with this movement.
1: Awesome. Those to the truckers out there. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. De-
3: yeah. Definitely. What. Yeah. Exactly what Ron said. I mean, what they do. I have a uh, few truckers in my family, and I know it's it's not always easy, uh, you know, being on the road like that. But we appreciate you know everything you do, and like Ron said, you know, supporting this movement because. Everybody, everybody's going to make a difference with this, and we have to keep fighting the good fight because it's our country's future at stake, and, uh, you know, it's our ch- it's our future generation's future at stake as well. So we just got to put that in perspective and, and keep fighting the good fight.
1: Well, you're doing a great job. And, and uh, Jim, how about you? Anything final to say before you got to go?
3: Well, my grandfather was
7: a trucker, so, you know, I, I appreciate what truckers do and uh you know i i, I very much uh, am am grateful for the support they're giving i appreciate what josh and, and ron are doing uh with with this, with this film i mean it, it's fantastic and and i hope that more people will take the opportunity to watch it and uh learn some great information
5: thanks
7: well, thank I you
1: thanks hey well thank you all so much for coming on the show really appreciate it um we do have to go but um I'll give you, uh, you know, contact you guys when our next uh, part three is coming on because you're all key players, and I know there's a lot of key players in the movement and kind of want to touch, you know, as many as I can it can get. So um, thank you Absolutely. all so much. We really appreciate it. Thanks thank you a lot for your time. Care. Take appreciate care. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Good, night. Good night. Okay, it does look like we have uh, one more person that we want to get on the show here tonight, and um, that's John Henry. And uh, he is with Diesel Boost Plus, And we're going to bring him on in just a minute right after this break.
2: Tonight's show is brought to you by Fusion Health. Healthy sleep, healthy future. Fast cargo, driving great carriers. And Rudolph Foods. Nobody makes better tasting pork rinds. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Extreme Truckers Show.
1: Okay, we're back. I just wanted to uh, thank everybody who came on the show this evening. It does look like um, John was not able to, to get on the show this evening. We're going to have to put him on um, our, our next series, and that will be fine. He kind of called in and said he had an emergency situation, so we're going to get him on the next show. I want to thank all my guests this evening, um, especially Josh. He was uh, He's going to come on. He's been our kind of our star of our um, American Made series. Um, that's Josh Miller, and I want to thank Ron Newcomb for their efforts, um, bringing awareness to the Made in America movement, Jim Palmer by directusa.com, and um, our musical guest, who uh, was also not able to come on the show this evening. But I uh, want to thank everybody that um, really enjoyed having everyone on tonight. Um, thank you all for participating on the Made in America Part 2, the series, the Extreme Chucker Show. It was a pleasure being here tonight. Be happy, stay safe, and whatever you do, keep on listening to the Extreme Trucker Show. And good night.
0: The Extreme Trucker Show is a production of Indie Star Media and Entertainment. Executive producer Lisa Horn, marketing Stephen Mackey, production coordinator Jillian Redmond. You've been listening to the Extreme Trucker Show, broadcasting live every Thursday night at 10:30 Eastern from the Northington Energy Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Until next week, keep your eyes on the road and your hands upon the wheel.